Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for Christmas Eve, 24th of December edition. As uh, we get ready for the holiday, enjoy the break. Flyers players, I'm sure, enjoying the break. Hopefully not thinking about anything to do with hockey to totally recharge. Flyers Daily presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. Of course, Flyers coming off that just insane game against the Detroit Red Wings. 7-6 final. They end up losing in the shootout, but what a game that was. Still resonating with me, and it really, really got me thinking about you know where we are right now this season compared to where we've been at Christmases in the last, I don't know, four years, even five years. Uh, go back four years when Elaine Vigneault was just starting as a Flyers head coach in 1920. You go back to that December. They were not good in December. Things didn't really start clicking for that team until after the new year. And as we sit here on the eve of Christmas in 2023, soon to knock down the door to the calendar year 2024, it just, the 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 resurgence of the franchise is the thing that I'm happiest about. There's individual players that I'm really excited about, both players that are here and guys that are going to be here. So the guys that are here, you know, you look at guys, like I'm getting really excited about Cam York. I'm, I'm starting to see a guy that can play on a top pair left side and have both ends of the rink covered. A guy who can defend even though he's not the biggest guy. A guy who can really help you with zone exits because of that first pass ability and his ability to skate himself out of jail. And those offensive instincts as well. Uh, We'll see if in due time he's the answer on the top power play unit as the PP quarterback. Um, Obviously that area still needs a lot of work but as a unit. But I'm getting excited about Cam York. I'm getting excited about a lot of the young players. I'm getting excited about Joel Farabee all over again. Farabee was a guy that missed, you know, that whole offseason going into last year because of that neck surgery in late June. And then last year was just kind of playing catch-up all year, and we're seeing the Joel Farabee that we saw before that, the promise of Joel Farabee. I'd like to see some more consistency from Owen Tippett, but we still see, that, like, the overtime goal that he scores the other night where he picks off the pass and goes in and just absolutely snipes. Um, there's a lot to be excited about. You know, Carter Hart wasn't his best game against Detroit. I don't let that recency bias kind of stain what he's done. I got a tweet from a guy yesterday that says, they should have pulled Hart. He's been terrible in his last bunch of games. He had a 952 save percentage in the three games prior to the Detroit game. So uh, he has not been terrible. He's been very good. He missed 13 days dealing with the illness and just got back in there. And there was some rust to knock off, which is why I was in favor of keeping him in. But Carter Hart, I think, taking yet another step for this organization. Then obviously Sam Harrison, too. The growth of of him as the backup and a guy that can give you quality starts whenever called upon. Whether that's going to be five straight games like he had to do while Carter was unavailable, or that's when he comes in one of every three or four games 
he can give you quality starts. So the goaltending position is one that I'm very excited about. But what I'm most excited about is the fact that a bunch of the people in charge had recognized that this organization needed to refine its identity, rediscover its identity. And while when a lot of people think of the Flyers and they think of the identity, they immediately think to the mid-70s and the Broad Street Bullies and a team that could outskill you, but it could also obviously beat you up. The NHL is not that. It's not that anymore. It won't ever be that again. But the identity, which is an identity that matches the city and most of the fans, is of honest hard work. You know, a, a nod to the past, respect it, honor it, but you don't have to live in it. And they've brought that element to this organization again. And it was missing. You Sometimes you don't know all the things that were missing until they return. And having those things come back, and they're not just catchphrases from Keith Jones or Danny Briere or John Tortorella or the players. They're things that really mean something. And, you know, the way this city appreciates teams and players and individuals and groups and all that that give you an honest, hardworking game and a hot, honest, hardworking effort, that means something. And that is what has been brought back. And that is the, the most exciting part. Because we've sat through a lot of Decembers, two 10-game losing skids. So, you know, one of them was, I think, even 13 games or even, maybe even longer. I don't even remember. I try to expunge all this from my brain. But living through those and the nine-goal game against the New York Rangers where Zabanajad had six points, three goals, and three assists at Wells Fargo Center. You know, there's a lot of moments that hurt over these last couple of years. And I know for a fact, I talk to a lot of Flyer fans on social media, in person, at games, whenever I'm around town, you know, if we're talking hockey with some people, you know, a lot of Flyer fans were hurt. Because the identity of the franchise wasn't there anymore. They didn't feel valued. Because the things that were gone were things that the fans valued. And bringing those things back in an honest way with guys that respect the fans. You know, two guys that played for him and Keith Jones and Nanny Briere. Keith Jones as salt of the earth of a guy as you'll ever find. And a guy who's incredibly in touch with the fans from 20 years doing sports talk radio in this town. You know, those things, they're not just catchphrases. And this is just the beginning. You know, this, this ride that we're all going to go on with the, the Flyers, this rediscovery, it may not be a perfect linear path that just goes, it may like kind of go like this at times, but you're hoping it just keeps going up and it trends in the right direction. You know, it's funny because the last four years have been rough, rough in Flyerland. You still look at the winning 
franchises in the NHL, teams that have the highest point percentage since the Flyers entered the league in 67, and they're the third highest. That's how high it was. It was buoyed. These last four years didn't knock them down. This franchise in this city is used to winning through honest, hard work and giving the fans what they want. And that's the fans want that. They want genuine effort. And a lot of times, if management, coaching, development, all those things get their jobs done correctly with that hard work, then you've got really good teams, which is why the success has been there for the organization, even though they haven't won a cup since 75. But that's the most exciting part, is that this is the beginning of this journey. This offseason when Keith Jones, I did not see that coming, that he was going to be the next president of hockey operations. I didn't even know that he was interested in it. But just because you wouldn't have thought he was the guy then you realize when he gets the job, let me think about this. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. A ton of sense. And they've got a lot to prove. And the Flyers organization, you know, over the last bunch of years, development has not been great. They made a lot of changes there. you got to develop players in this league. Very few guys you're going to draft are going to be able to step in and start contributing and figure that development part to play in the best league in the world on their own. It's going to take a, a full concerted effort of all of these different different areas. And Dan Helferty, you know, the one thing that he's talked about is the resources it's going to take. And the Flyers are a big market team. I think they're the fifth most valuable franchise in the NHL right now, according to Forbes, which came out, I think, last week. And they have the resources to scout more than some other teams in Europe and other parts of the world. They have the resources to have extra people on staff in development and all of those things. Nutrition, strength and conditioning, sports science, whatever it is, analytics, coaching at various different levels, specialty coaching, skills coaches, all that stuff. They have those resources. So all of those things together with that leadership of Dan Helferty, the placement of Keith Jones and Danny Briere. This could be a very, very fun ride. And the Detroit game was as crazy as it gets. You go down 5-1, you're at the depths of sport for a game, and then they come flying back. And that was that, that really made me think, wow, this is these games mean something again. Last year by this point, they really didn't mean anything. They were already playing out the string. You knew. Two years ago at this time, Sean Couturier went on the shelf for 21 months. At some point over the next couple of days, we're going to do an episode on Sean Couturier because he is back to, he may not be fully back to Selkie winning Sean Couturier, but I'll tell you, he's not far off. I mean, that's one of the greatest storylines in all of this is Sean Couturier at 30 years of age missing 21 months and coming back and being the player that he was prior, really close to it. I mean, we'll see if he can sustain it through the whole year. I thought we were going to go through this entire season on eggshells 
and trying to be patient, waiting for his game to come back, hoping it would, but ultimately kind of going, well, he'll be able to play in the league, he'll be a good player, but he's not going to be that player anymore. I think he's shown us that he may be that player. How long can he do that? We'll see. How many years? We'll see. But that's been a huge storyline. So as we sit here on Christmas Eve and we look at where we were the last bunch of years at this time, it's incredible that this team is right now sitting in a playoff position right there. They're in that mix. They're not in the mix. They're in it. They're the number two team in the Metropolitan Division, second place. Only five points back of the New York Rangers, who I think are an absolute legit cup contender. Contender Can win it all. Now, if Fodders are five points back, Rangers have played two less games, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying. You're sitting in second spot 33 games into the season. They've shaved off about 20 goals allowed from a year ago, and they've scored about 20 more in 33 games. It's pretty much a, a plus 40 net. So here's where we are. Development of these young players, seeing these things, it's exciting on those individual basis. But the really the exciting part is that hockey and Flyers hockey means something here again. And we're seeing it in the building. The crowds have grown. It is a fun product to watch. A couple games ago, one of the home games, my wife and my brother-in-law came to the game. And I went up and sat with them uh, for two of the periods. And I was like, man, these, everybody here is having fun. This is not the same vibe that it was last year and the years prior. It's fun again in the stands. The team plays an exciting brand of hockey. And they play an honest brand of hockey. So that's where we sit. As we're going to open up tomorrow, uh, Christmas Day, Bill Meltzer will join us. That's kind of what was on my brain today as I'm thinking about this team and all of the hard years we went through as Flyer fans and followers of this team. It was not easy. It felt like Flyer fans were disrespected. Well, they're trying to earn the respect back. And that game against Detroit, I think, was a big step in that. It wasn't even a win. It was an overtime loss. So everybody... Enjoy your Christmas. Have a great holiday with your family. Stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We do this 24-7. It's Flyers Daily. Doesn't matter if it's Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, whatever the holiday. We'll still have an episode for you. So check us out tomorrow when we have a brand new Christmas edition of Flyers Daily.